And good morning and welcome to the BSA Capital 5-Minute Morning Minor. It is February the 3rd and we've got Paul Rankin back. You've had a few days off, Paul. How were they? Oh, just fine. Thanks. Just fine. Uh, have to say I could use more days off, so look for me out again next week a few days. That, are you using up all your holiday allowance before the uh, end of March as per our company rules? But yes, I would have to say I am. Yep. Good. Otherwise, you have to do some really stupid accounting and accounting and that sort of thing, which is the crazy IFRS that really is completely pointless. Um, but don't get me going on that. Not this morning. Anyway, uh, look, also, I think this morning, just before we get into RNS news, it's worth commenting upon the vanadium price pool because one of our other clients in energy storage, uh, Infinity Energy Systems, just announced this morning a very big um, eight and a half megawatt hour order for more of their vanadium flow batteries. But um, I don't know if you've noticed, but I have, and I was talking to a big vanadium producer last night in America, the vanadium price is creeping up. It's now at $9.70. That's up from about $6. Um, uh, there's a whole host of reasons, apparently, I was told last night. Uh, one of the big ones is that China basically stopped producing vanadium short term because of the Beijing Olympics, and they want to keep uh, the skies nice and uh, clean and, and blue. Um, there's no snow, but there you go. Um, but that's the, the policy. And so a lot of the vanadium production plants have been shut down. And I believe that Largo is having a few production issues and they're another major producer. So the vanadium price is actually pretty high. Um, obviously, the way we would play it is through Barrow Alloys, which is our client, and which uh, sub 30p is looking very, very cheap because we sort of think that uh, Sir Mick Davis and Vision Blue, their next price to buy stock is at 72p. Uh, and that's where we should be heading. Would you agree with all of that, Paul? I would. I would say if you wanted to be a short term player of this kind of a move in the vanadium price and given that it sounds like it's about uh, some short term uh, uh, deliverable of vanadium product issues. Uh, yes, uh, you would uh, want to uh, essentially take a position in an undervalued stock and ferro alloys would fit that uh, category. Look, I mean, I think, you know, vanadium flow batteries, we know that Siemens Gamesa with their joint uh, development with uh, uh, Infinity Energy Systems. I mean, they're already talking about just to start with putting in one gigawatt of flow batteries in fairly soon. Uh, the market certainly isn't pricing that into Infinity Energy Systems. You start having one gigawatt systems being put in all around the place, you are going to need a lot of vanadium electrolyte. Now, there is plenty of vanadium around, so the price is not going to go spiking up into the 30s like the ones before. Um, but it's not a commodity that's about to fall out of bed either. So there are opportunities in ferro alloys. Anyway, look, I, have to, add, yeah, I have to add too that uh, vanadium electrolyte does not degrade. So you'd have to call it a sustainable product as well. Well, that is correct. And actually, whilst we're on that, of course, um, and this is something when people are, are, are putting in their, their long duration energy storage batteries don't allow for not just the degradation, but you then actually got to get rid of the product at the end. We've seen today Glencore announced that they're going to invest into a, a lithium battery recycling plant in Kent alongside British Vault. Recycling lithium ion batteries is incredibly difficult. What many people, when they put a lithium battery, don't understand is that is actually a, a decommissioning cost at the end of it all. And they do not allow for that at all. You know, we're used to it in the oil industry with oil rigs. The battery companies just aren't doing it. They're making a horrendous mistake. Um, decommissioning a lithium-ion battery is very expensive. Decommissioning a vanadium flow battery, you actually get all your money back again. The difference is enormous. People have not understood it. 
Um, but Glencore getting into your lithium battery recycling. Yes, that's right. Uh, I saw that press release as well, and uh, that's in uh, conjunction with British Volt, who's putting up a battery plant here in the UK in due course, uh, uh, more or less as quickly as they can. Yeah. Um, anyway, um, we uh, let's move on to the news. Today. And actually, first we should kick off with our corporate client, uh, Caracal Gold. Yes, that's right. London quoted Kenya Gold producer Caracal. Their board has sanctioned the phase three expansion program for the Kalima Pesa mine in uh, Kenya earlier than what originally planned. That's a result of better than expected mine and plant performance today. So they'll now push on with plant capex uh, changes to build the gold output to 24,000 ounces per annum by the end of this year. This requires the addition of things like a second ball mill, which they already have uh, on hand, but being refurbished. Also initiating a low grade uh, dump heap leach operation, as well as separating the dump leach uh, from the milling uh, circuit uh, within the plant layout. And that means being able to uh, use the grinding circuit for both, but uh, put a separate feed toward milling or the dump leach, and also expanding the tails treatment facility as well as other improvements. So they're definitely pushing ahead, and I would guess it's because the plant has been pushed as far as it'll go under with its existing uh, uh, capacity, and they just have more gold in sight, and the gold margins uh, on production are going are just too good to pass at this stage. What I will say is that this stock is getting the attention of the retail investors a lot, and uh, they are having a lot of bites at it. So I do expect to see quite a lot of uh, interest continuing here. Um, okay, uh, what have we got? Anglo-American had a bit of an announcement yesterday, I think. Yes, that's right. Uh, more support there for the, how good the diamond business is these days. Uh, Provisional rough diamond sales statement out yesterday for the first sales cycle of 2022 uh, yielded $660 million, which was uh, in line with the, the first sales cycle year on year, uh, this time last year. But it beat the uh, prior sales cycle by almost uh, double uh, from uh, the end of uh, last year. So they're saying they continue to see a lot of good demand and that uh, the diamond uh, pipeline is essentially rebuilding inventory. And that's the same statement we saw from uh, 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 other diamond producers uh, as well. Uh, so um, it, we're, we've got the same kind of situation in the diamond market, I would say, as that we have in the lithium market. The difference being the diamond stocks have not moved. <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, we discussed that yesterday on the podcast with, with Ollie. Um, but you have called diamonds well, and Lucara diamonds is one of your favourites in the way to play it, we feel. Uh, moving on to news today, I think ECR Minerals has uh, got some new exploration licences. Yeah, ECR is a AIM-quoted uh, junior exploration uh, outfit, and they picked up uh, some three licences in the Lulworth region of North Queensland. They have a five-year expiration term on them, and they are subject to, on the renewals. If they do renew them, that they must uh, reduce the size of those licenses by 50%. 
Now, they have committed, a, a, through their exploration subsidiary, about $650,000 worth of uh, in Australian dollars uh, over the first three years for exploration. And they picked up these licenses because there were uh, seven gold anomalous uh, drainages uh, that were sampled back in the late 1980s, but no one ever followed up on that kind of finding. Yeah, okay, uh, we've been talking a little while, but maybe also just mentioning Italia mining, which is the Spanish mining. You, you love a drill result, Paul, and they've been drilling. Yes, this is uh, Adelaia mining, the aim quoted uh, copper producer in Spain, and this drilling on the Proyecto Massa Valverde uh, project, which is uh, one of their outside projects through their Rio Tinto operations. Uh, good uh, results here, like 125 meters at over 1% copper, as well as some internal intervals uh, grading well over 2%. And they still have three rigs working on this project uh, toward a $10 million drilling program for this year. Very good. Um, we'll call it a day there, Paul. It's nice to have you back, and we'll speak again tomorrow. Very good. See you then.